0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of "Go Home Bible, You're Drunk," the podcast where we dust off our Bibles and our memories of evangelicalism and try to make sense of it now that we aren't in that anymore. This is uh, episode. This is episode forty.
2: Forty.
0: Forty. Forty. This podcast is officially older than both of us. Um, <laughs>
2: Have a midlife crisis real soon?
0: Yeah, this, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
2: we never got to be adults. So we're not going to have a midlife crisis. That's true.
0: We're not. We're <laughs> going to be in perpetual entering adulthood, which is fine. This is. I feel like that's the preferred state. Some in some ways. Anyway, uh, my name is Justin. I am a. I'm a podcast host. That's what I wanted to tell you today. I'm also a former evangelical, <laughs> used to be pastor i've been introducing myself like in a lot of different formats and so i just right, kind of got into that fair. like oh i'm a podcast host like of course you all know that because you're listening to because you're here <laughs> um and uh yeah so i'm i'm no longer an evangelical i am a agnostic-ish person a- atheist when it suits me uh christian when it suits me because labels don't matter yeah that's me
2: ah yeah. Hi, I'm Tori, and I'm a ex, ex-evangelical. I think that's a very solid way of putting it. Yeah. And I, oh my God, I'm like, this is the most squirrel brain ADHD thing that has ever happened. Are they like into this war because is like this Russian aggression because of like Gog and Magog and all that like end time shit? Is that why they're wanting this? I
0: I believe so. Yes. Okay. It, it is what we're going to talk about today.
2: I will circle back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the time that I spent reading, reading the Bible, yeah. the King James version of the Bible.
0: Yeah, many,
2: many years.
0: Get some Gog and, and Magog going on. <laughs> that,
2: was, that was my entire life. And yep. uh, one of the very few things that I was allowed to read, it was like the Bible and or things that came from focus on the family. And yeah, I am no longer making those particular lifestyle choices, I've decided to (laughs) repent of my evangelicalism and my Christianity, frankly. Yeah. So now I host a podcast talking about the Bible and kind of laughing at how ridiculous it is in so many ways that we weren't allowed to laugh at or talk about when we were in Sunday school and when we were in church. So it's
0: like 30 years of pent up laughter
2: it is it is recording. and just like oh my god yeah yes and like i don't i don't, I don't know it's like the bible is chaotic evil
0: <laughs> we're gonna do an alignment check
2: um <laughs> like it's just it's just it's it's everywhere so i don't fuck with that
0: no nope. uh, not anymore um not anymore so uh, this you know we usually have a segment called this week in evangelicalism where tori and i you know pick a story that is happening and we provide a certain level of expertise to it but this week in evangelicalism which this, this is for,
2: this is the week this is, <laughs> this is this is like the banner week of evangelicalism. i feel like we keep
0: having these like we keep having these <laughs> weeks we're like wow evangelicals are getting a lot of wins this week
2: like you oh, okay all right.
0: So this is February 24th is when we're recording this. Uh, this will yes. come out March, I think, third or something, or right actually, right yeah. after Ash Wednesday. So yeah, this week, Ukraine and Russia are—I I should say, Russia is invading Ukraine.
2: Russia, I wouldn't say yeah, Russia doing. I wouldn't
0: say Russia and Ukraine are at war.
2: Right. Russia is doing a war to Ukraine.
0: Also, the the don't say gay, don't be gay bill is moving forward in florida texas apparently wants to make
2: steal children
0: like they want to make being trans that much more difficult as if it wasn't already more difficult and there's several other of these kinds of bills in the works and education stuff i Mm -hmm. my day job is in educational publishing i'm not going to disclose who i work for my clients or what projects i'm on but i this impacts my industry so i i've been trying to keep up on the various changes these states have been making to what what is allowed to be taught to children, and it is—it's—it's uh, it's been crazy. So it's been a week, mm-hmm. but I think this week in evangelicalism, I think we're just going to record our live reactions <laughs> to this, <laughs> and and hopefully we can kind of laugh along along at the absurdity together, and, and we'll go and kind of go from there.
2: Yeah, yeah, laugh along, be completely mortified it's just there's just every every emotion yeah. right now is yeah. kind of where i'm landing is like holy shit and like just complete confusion <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what like what yeah. the hell is happening and you know i'm trying to like the yesterday i was trying i was trying i tweeted this i was trying to figure out i was like is, i'm like is there even any precedent for like the u.s government taking children from their parents like just cuz and it was like well like yeah indian boarding schools were that was the job it was like no you can't you can't you can't be an indian like you yeah, have to be a white person
0: yeah and you're talking about the texas bill uh, for people that may not know there was a i don't even know if it's a bill yet or it's a proposal it's a law proposal in texas right now i mean for all i know by the time this posts it could be law that and it has the support of governor abbott uh, which would essentially it, it classifies, you know, gender reassignment surgeries done to minors as abuse.
2: Which isn't a thing that happens, but whatever.
0: Yeah, but I think it it's broad enough to be like, is it like, can your kid get taken away for being trans? Like,
2: well, that's the thing is he, he was like, any trans child needs to be. The idea is to make teachers mandatory reporters, so any trans child needs to be reported to the state of Texas. Yes. So basically, if you have a trans kid, you're going to get CPS called on you.
0: Simply by affirming them, not even the not even like, you know, getting them surgeries as a minor could get you in trouble. Or the, they, they're on a list somewhere like
2: nobody. The thing is, it's like nobody nobody's trying to give give children surgeries. Right. Like when we're, we're talking about like hormone blockers, like literally all of that is 100 percent reversible. Right. Like you were not damaging anyone in any way. There is nothing about that, that that causes long-term damage, change, harm, like none of that. It's literally just to avoid really extreme cases of body dysmorphia. If that is like the experience that you were having in your body,
0: which can be prescribed by a psychiatrist, as I absolutely. understand it. Like it's not absolutely it's not like people getting black market ivermectin or something. <sighs> like it's, you know, or whatever.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: Whatever Trump thing was hawking, you know, um, <laughs> like you know, this is this this is all in consultation with a doctor and a psychologist, like right. And know, doctors and- aren't allowed
2: to treat, give any kind of affirming treatment at all. Yeah. Right. So hormones and puberty blockers, and from what I understand, yeah, you would have a penalty or even potentially like lose your license for. Treating trans kids.
0: And the lists of things that they like said qualified as abuse were interesting to me, and that like like breast reductions were abuse. Said so nothing about breast like, augmentations.
2: Which in Texas, you know, the surgeries that my the elective surgeries minors are getting? It's boob yeah. jobs. Yeah. It's boob jobs. Yeah. That's so what it's it is. like
0: you can get your child cosmetically enhanced to make them look, you know, let's say they were assigned female at birth to make them look more feminine, more like a, you know, Western.
2: Even Barbie though that's or whatever. completely unnecessary.
0: Yeah, but and
2: they could regret it
0: and they could regret that later, point. too, you know, <laughs> but you can't get them a breast reduction if they you know, don't want it. Or there are some women that are very feminine, not even necessarily trans, but they want breast reductions because it hurts their back.
2: Like, yeah,
0: having huge boobs is such a
2: fucking hassle, like having to haul those things around. Like, and yeah, I think that that is completely, that's a completely valid surgery to want to get as a teen.
0: And, and then there's like the question for me, like, it says like removing healthy tissue, like, well, where does circumcision fit into that? And like, I also like taking a step down the road, like, is this like setting up some anti-Semitic nonsense where you know there's going to be a fight over whether or not Jewish people can circumcise their children you know mm-hmm. which is a weird thing for Republicans to be on the side of like I generally Christians in this country are pretty circumcision happy but uh-huh. I don't know I, that's yeah. just, it's just a strange it's a poorly worded bill that's all I'm saying
2: Every, well uh, yeah yeah if, if that's the actual tech if that ends up being the actual text of the bill like I, one it's like how do you enforce any of this and two like yeah you could I mean, I, I would assume that children, right? Because you're allowed to like sue doctors who do these things. Like if you know the obstetrician who delivered you and they cut off part of your dick, you can come back 30 later, 30 years later and sue them because that's child, like retroactive child abuse, which that would be interesting because there are a lot of people who regret not being allowed to make that choice for themselves. So yeah, I mean, it's just the language is so sloppy and like broad, not like. At the end of the day, none of this matters, right? because it's it's like you know we can talk about all of like these technicalities or or lack thereof, I suppose. but the end but at the end of the day, like the goal is to is for like the state to also bully trans kids yes. on top of whatever else they're experiencing at home at school, in sports, et cetera.
0: The premise of the bill, you know, the spirit of the law, so to speak, is to harm trans kids and to build a case to take them away from their parents right and that is it's it's disgusting honestly like
2: it is it is and I, I like i don't really understand because yeah again it's like what what do you mean the like you have to you have to you have to perform your gender i mean that's basically what this language is saying it's like so you're gonna if a girl wants to just wear her hair short that's that's being affirming of her ergo like she can mm-hmm. be taken from her parents i don't like i don't like what, it, what where is the line because kids do all kinds of stuff in how they present themselves cuz that's who, it's a reflection of who they are right and like the overwhelming majority of it, it like doesn't matter you can take it off at the end of the day <laughs> so yeah i mean i think that i think that yeah what it really comes down to is it's like trans kids are not being bullied into being cis successfully Enough.
0: Yeah. And so the so state now, has so now the state
2: is going to force you to be cisgender. Yeah,
0: that's that's terrible. And then, you know, there's this, you know, stop woke act in Florida, you know, with and the don't say gay bills.
2: The stop woke one is so funny because like these are literally the same people who three years ago were talking about how safe spaces were so wrong. And like I follow several people on Twitter who received death threats. Just for like saying I support my students if they need time, space, some way to process because we're reading something that's really heavy. I mean, there was there was a local I'm I'm pretty sure it was a local show, a local like AM radio show here in Portland that like had a weekly segment talking about some professor or some college student literally like doxing these people talking about like, oh, they support safe spaces like they're trying to like make. I don't know. It was it was this thing about like you you know you need to harden up like life is tough and grow a pair or whatever and you know again like the, this is like what do you want here? Yeah, what <laughs> like is it? you yeah, need which... to coddle your children like they can't know anything and also they have to be exposed to trauma. Like we need both of these things simultaneously.
0: Yeah, and it's like so you know this the Stop Woke Act is essentially like. I've seen different versions of it. I don't know the version that finally passed, but like it's, you know, it basically bans. It's interesting that like the language is, again, it's one of those things that bans schools from and businesses from conducting training exercises that state an individual is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously. Like you are not allowed to teach that an individual could be inherently racist sexist whatever consciously or unconsciously like
2: because bias like doesn't exist in everybody like
0: (laughs) you know or or you know there's other there were other forms of it that were like any anything that would make a child feel discomfort over their race which like that phrase on its own that doesn't sound terrible but when it's couched within this bill you understand like make a a white kid will not feel bad for being white yeah like,
2: cause you cause you know that like all of these kids in Texas, all these white kids in Texas are saying the N-word in high in high school. Like yeah, get like, fucked. Yeah. We have to make sure that our kids feel safe, but like we're gonna use racial slurs and make jokes about lynching people because
0: yeah, and, first amendment. 17 year old Tyler is writing a principled essay on why he should be allowed to say the N-word. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like come on.
2: Right. It's just it's just the 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 conflict. In these ostensible values that they have, but I mean, it, it like, and I think I think more broadly, like what is really striking to me is that it's like they have these people that they now, like they know for a fact that they can get these people riled up about literally anything, like riled up to the point of showing up with guns at at schools, like at elementary schools, and that's, I mean, I don't know, I mean, I think that it says a lot about this country. I think it says a lot about evangelicalism. And yeah, I mean, when, when you're in, when the entire premise of, of your belief system is I have to reject things that I can see because this book tells me something different. And so I have, I have to be in denial of things that are happening right in front of me. Then like, yeah, that's ter- it's like the fact that mil- like tens of millions of people, maybe a hundred million people sincerely believe this. And the, that, that's terrifying.
0: Yeah, very much so. And again, it's like they're like, re, you know, I, I remember conservatives making fun of like, don't ask, don't tell and saying it wasn't a good policy, you know, mostly because it mm-hmm. of policy. I mean, it wasn't a good policy generally, but I right. think they only didn't think like it because it was Clinton's policy. But this like, don't say gay thing is like, it's the exact same thing. Like you, you, you're not allowed to disclose that you're gay. And, you know, like think some like schools are you know, creating lists of LGBTQ students so that they can track them to make sure they don't, like, disclose that they're gay.
2: To make sure they don't disclose.
0: Yeah, and the unfortunate thing, too, is, like, I've known, you know, several students of mine when I was a youth pastor and, and people that were adults when I was in ministry that home, because their parents were fundamentalists, mm-hmm. was not a safe space for them. And, you know, school became an escape and a healthy church became an escape. And these bills are, they're making safe spaces for like white shuds and they're making very unsafe spaces for people that are actually vulnerable. And that to me is, it's tragic, but it's, it's just infuriating because there's, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't live in Florida, I don't live in Texas, you know, other than complaining and stuff, it's hard to fight. I think whatever state you're in, you can mock Florida and Texas all you want, but chances are high. Republican state senators in your state are looking at this stuff and trying to pull some bullshit. Trying to pull some bullshit too. So if you can pull something practical out of this, make sure you're calling your reps a lot and and donating to reps that want to fight against this stuff because this is their new culture war. I mean, I think they kind of view abortion almost as maybe like a done deal, and so now they've got to like you know, all the trans the the trans agenda is coming to get us, you know and
2: I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that there's like, a, there's a very kind of, there's a very specific type of malice to like go after children. Right. I feel like that's very telling. Because, and, and, you know, I, I think it was very, there are some similarities and there are some differences between the whole like abortion thing. Cause you know, a fetus can't say stuff. So that makes it super, super easy right so they'd be like oh we're going to save you from your parents but kids that are born clearly you don't give a fuck about and it's again it's like this denial of it it's my my opinion is more real than your experience and we live in you know we live in a country that kids have almost no rights whatsoever and I think that that's like one of, I think that's one of these, that's in like one of the bills that so was like language that was in one of the bills is that there are no federal or international laws that can protect children that can infringe on parents' rights and parents have the right to do pretty much anything except kill their child.
0: Yeah. And that's the, like, the thing <laughs> that is- You're infringing
2: on my parental right to not get an abortion, Greg.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
2: (laughs) My parental right to get an abortion. Yeah,
0: like the weird, like, yeah, this this whole like nuclear family thing, like we're going to make basically all aspects of life miserable, except in your nuclear family. Like we're going to, you know, police you when you're outside. We're going to keep you from, you know, you're going to make your school miserable. We're going to not fund it. We're, you know, and so it's almost like the only place that we're going to like you're protected, quote unquote, is your family, but it's really only your parents that are protected to do whatever bullshit they want to you. Right. Like and yeah. it, it's it's I don't know. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't know why people are supporting it. Like and actually I will say this. I think I think the evangelical people that I know and still am in contact with, they would say, oh that's wrong. It's wrong to erase history. It's wrong to you know single out right. LGBTQ kids. Like I think on the right. surface they would say oh that's wrong. Uh-huh. But when it comes November they will still vote for these people. Like that is, that is, I guess the more infuriating thing to me. Cause I do think that for a lot of, you know, the rank and file, if you want to call it that, or just your mm-hmm. average evangelical walk into a church, pick someone out and you say like, Hey, you know, they're passing these bills in your state. You know, are you okay with that? Oh no, I'm not okay with that. Oh, okay. Well there's this, you know, there's this democratic candidate that pretty much agrees. with you on almost everything except like abortion and, you know, like, and they like, don't actively hate trans people, would you vote for them? No, no, I can't do that. Like, and so it's, I I don't know how you break that stranglehold, but.
2: I mean, I, I don't know that you can, I don't know that that is, I don't know that that's a worthwhile goal. I mean, if you're, if you're, if we're talking about like electoral politics, like getting people involved who have not been involved up to this point is going to be far, far easier than trying to convince people who are like, I'm honestly, like if you are if you're actively targeting kids or if you were so passionate about parental rights that you think that like parents have the right to like hit their children and starve their children and keep their children from accessing education. Like, I don't know that I want to change your mind. I just want you to have no power (laughs) over anybody.
0: Yeah. That's I think that the strategy of a lot of people, including you know, the Democratic Party, I don't want to get too much into like strategy, but like, I feel like the strategy is that we're gonna win these people over. We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna win over the January 6th insurrection. Right
2: by, by doing like,
0: nothing? Yeah, but yeah, whatever. By
2: being nice, by being nice. By being, That's you know, how they're by being
0: nice and kind and giving them a seat at the table. Like, no, these
2: right, people, right. Like,
0: no, sorry. Like, you know, they're there I feel like I've the list of red flags for me in conversations that tell me this person is not worth my time just continues to increase. But there are just certain things that people say that are like, you're not worth the energy. Like I have, I have a right. finite amount of spoons here. I mm-hmm. want to spend them the best way I can. And trying to win Chad over to being mm-hmm. a decent human totally,
2: totally, totally
0: probably not worth our time. I, I, that's why I, I don't get in fights on Thanksgiving over like politics or religion. You know, people have right. horrible Thanksgiving stories. I just, like, I'm not going to change their mind.
2: Yeah. Like yeah.
0: I, I can ruin Thanksgiving. That's what I will succeed at doing <laughs> if I do this. Changing anybody's mind. No. And, and ruining Thanksgiving might be an admirable aspiration in, for in some, some folks.
2: In some cases, absolutely.
0: But, you know, sometimes you need to ruin Thanksgiving. But I'm going to pick that battle very carefully because there will be no... Um, hearts and minds will not be won over. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I was just thinking about like the way that, the way that people kind of get, I don't want to say categorized, but like the way, the way that like people who do union organizing think about like the folks that they're trying to talk to, right. Is like they have, they do the like one, two, three, four, like fours are like hundred percent on your team trying to convince people. And then you've got threes who are on your team, but like it, it like, it yeah, that sounds good. Right. And it's like, it's, you have to get fours to because the fours are already doing the thing, right? But if you're going to make any changes, it's like threes influencing twos. yeah, like people who are opposed but don't really know why, and you don't spend any time on ones. Like that's just it's just not worth any effort there, right? You set You set up the fours to do the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think that that is like kind of a similar sort of. Break. that's the way that I think about it now, right? is i'm like i and 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 that's what i do you know that's that's like kind of the point of of white homework right is like giving fours like here's the thing that you can do here's a framework that you can take here's language you can use because we're all have like we're all having these conversations but most of the people that you interact with are twos and threes right they're like somewhere in the middle
0: they're like i don't know if i like black lives matter or whatever like and then if you have like that person i don't know like that person right. is like, you can talk to that person if you have totally, the right totally. resourcing, the right like Yeah, exactly. Ways to ask and questions.
2: They're still going to say like, oh, yeah, cops shouldn't be killing. Like, yeah, like cops shouldn't yeah. be killing people. Like, they're still going to agree with you on that. And if you've got at least that, like, yeah, you can have a conversation. I mean, if you're on, if you're talking to someone on Twitter who's saying defund Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Like, don't bother. They don't know what is going on in the world.
0: Yeah, They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> And, and and that goes like you know we're in a moment right now where there's going to be a lot of hot takes about Russia. There's going to be a lot of hot takes about these bills in Florida and stuff. There's you know like I, yeah sorry I, just segue like you know Kyle Rittenhouse is suing Whoopi Goldberg like because she said she thinks he's a murderer <laughs> like and some dude random dude on Twitter like summoned Kyle Rittenhouse to my feed because. Yes. <laughs> Cause he thought that Kyle was going to sue me. To, I don't know, whatever. Like uh-huh. these people are uh-huh. idiots. That person is not someone <clears throat> right. worth my time. Like no. they're worth a screenshot so I can mock them. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Even then I was like, I'm spending too much energy. On this. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think, I think managing our energy in this time and, mm-hmm. and managing who we interact with. And I think that to me is going to be more key than coming up with all the answers for all the things. Because yeah. I don't have yes. them. Like right. I think I think Russia's wrong for invading Ukraine. Like, right. but as to how to stop them, I, I don't have I don't have a solution to that. Um, <laughs> like, you know,
2: this is not my area of expertise. Really not. <laughs> I, I
0: I don't think we should fuck around and find out with Vladimir Putin. That is that, valid. That is probably not something we should do. But it, I'm not also in control of that. I am in control of the conversations that I have. I do have some measure of influence with like my state representatives on some of these education bills. I think that's really where we need to put our energy and try to have a measure of levity about it. Because, I mean, obviously, if you need to cry, cry.
2: Crying is also good. Crying
0: is perfectly valid. But, you know,
2: highly recommend
0: oscillating between that laughter and those sobs is, you know. Mm it's gonna yeah
2: your nervous system needs a break so if you're stressing the fuck out about like it's it's okay to turn everything off go watch Shit's creek like you can kind of you know like like the thing is is like yeah your nervous system cannot manage everything that is happening right now i just can't like that's not we did not evolve to deal with this level of chaos
0: no i (laughs) i was in the process of getting off my anti-anxiety meds and then i got the news that uh, Russia was invading Ukraine. I was like, nope. Nope. Back, back this on is, this. Now is
2: <laughs> this is not the time.
0: <laughs> not getting off this yet. Nope. So yeah, if you need whatever support you need, yeah. Like, I take advantage of it and yes, don't feel ashamed absolutely. of that either. It's the best I can do right now.
2: Right. I mean, it's yeah, it is. It's really funny because it's like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, what what would we have even been saying? Like, like pray about it. I don't know.
0: My i I hopped on Facebook today, and I would say ninety percent of the posts were pray for Ukraine, which is fine. I mean, I guess that's I better mean, than like Putin is right, which is a very uh, small percentage of some things. I yeah, saw.
2: that's that's yeah, that's true. But I, I mean, it, like in in evangelical spaces, it's like praying is your get out of doing the work card. Yeah, you no, know? you
0: know, and I suppose that is a nice nervous system coping mechanism. To be like, I'm afraid about it. Yeah. Now now God's gotta fix that shit. (laughs) I don't (laughs) have to do anything.
2: Maybe that's maybe, yeah, maybe that's why they're so chill despite everything like going up in flames.
0: They're they're looking at us like, why do you have such a spirit of fear? Like, (laughs) I just gave that to God. (laughs) Now I don't worry.
2: Yeah, it's like your god is privileged, but whatever.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I I feel like we could riff on this most of the evening and maybe we will later, but I think we have to
2: do a capitalism first.
0: We do have to do a capitalism first. We're going to take a break for an ad and we will uh, see you all in a little bit.
1: First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth. And this podcast is just that here at the speaking in church podcast. We talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.
0: Hey, everybody, we're back. Uh, Thanks for doing a capitalism with us. We really appreciate it. If you would like to not listen to ads, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash go home Bible. And at our lowest tier and above, you can have an ad free feed as well as access to some early stuff, bonus content. And you can also, a little bit higher at a youth pastor tier, you can get a life verse read to you by one of us. And it's a good time. These life verses have been life changing. So I hear. Today we're gonna talk about Lent and Ash Wednesday and Catholic Catholic stuff, but more like the weird ways that evangelicalism appropriates Catholic stuff
2: and Jewish stuff
0: and Jewish stuff (laughs) and
2: and MBA stuff.
0: Yeah, take uh, all of it. Just take it all. And and kind of just our experiences with that, because I think that's just kind of fun. As far as a drinking game goes for this, I I don't know that I have a game per se. I'll just say that, you know, if you're not celebrating Ash Wednesday or Lent, just drink throughout this episode. Indulge, if you will, because it's OK. Obviously, if not if you're driving, putting that out there. So, yeah, this is a this is a sit back, relax, sip on some wine and and listen to know. us talk about the weird things that we fasted from.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh, I have a question though, like before we get started, like when did, when did, when did like the Christians that you went to church with on Facebook start going, I'm, I'm giving up something for Lent.
0: I'm going to say maybe around 2011, 2012, maybe that was. Like um,
2: yeah, that seems right of, to me too.
0: Kind of Lent became fully appropriated.
2: There was a crossover event.
0: Yeah, there was a, yeah, a crossover event. I, I my first exposure was in college.
2: But you didn't go to a Catholic college.
0: No, I did not so that was kind of my first and then it kind of became a thing in college um mm. then it's like but then it, it's so weird because especially in evangelicalism you know that everyone's so damn literal about everything like i <laughs> one of the things i gave up for lent one time was fried food you know
2: okay and
0: because was, was that I, I a know. major
2: was that a major stumbling block for you Justin, no it was not. I, did,
0: I had never fasted before i didn't know what i was doing like what's was that fried food mm-hmm. why not But then like you go to a restaurant and someone like orders, you know, something that's fried and like you want that. And it's like, okay, what do you say? Like, no, uh, I'm fasting. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no, I said I was fasting. Now I'm going to lose my treasure. Breaking the rules. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so weird. Fried food was not a problem for me. (laughs) I enjoyed it greatly.
2: Oh, man. That's so funny. Well, you, you,
0: you got lent very early, though.
2: I did. Yeah. We weren't allowed to have candy during Lent. Not that we, not that we got candy anyway, but like my, my mom was very much about like the letter of the law. So I do remember one year she like, we just forgot, like we would forget it was Lent. I have ADHD. I can't remember something for 40 days. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: And Easter Um, fucking changes. every Every, year
2: every year yeah but
0: to look forward like not a consistent time
2: yeah so anyway i do remember one year my mom decided to not get us easter baskets because we for lent because we asked because we (laughs) ate candy during lent
0: okay i thought she was just giving that up for lent
2: no 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 my mom actually like that was like one of the few things that my mom actually did but she thought it would be really fun to just surprise us with like well you were eating candy so you don't get anything it was just the kids that she caught too it wasn't everyone
0: oh that's (laughs) oh
2: that's yeah that's rough yeah it's true my mom is the villain of the story but (laughs) yeah we I don't remember when we started we started doing Lent and Advent Mm. you know we went to these like charismatic house churches so none of them cared about that shit. They were doing they were doing Passover right. Mm-hmm. So, church, so church were like doing Passover meals, which is just I don't know if you have you gone to one of those, Justin?
0: Oh, like a Christian Seder. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've I've gone to them. And I will say, like, the ones I've been to, like until I realized it was like not cool with the Jewish community <laughs> and not appropriate at all. Like I thought it was kind of cool. And then it was like, oh wait, like we this isn't our thing, and we're probably doing it wrong. And there are kids with nut allergies in our church that almost died.
2: Oh no! Oh my God! Wow! <laughs> that, was why, that was why we wow. stopped doing
0: this later. One of the church. I I oh, wasn't I wasn't wow. I wasn't in charge of it. It was just I, of course. I, I of course. Remember, I remember going to one at a church that I was the pastor at, and you know they're just giving away the things you know explaining it in like jewish terms not like this is a nut and yeah i apparently kept with a nut allergy ate it and it was it was our church did not have nut. i did our church did not serve nuts ever again
2: yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah we just appropriated all the things yeah i guess
0: maybe we should back up for a second and not assume that audience members know what this stuff is
2: what lent is what lent is ash wednesday
0: So Ash Wednesday, you'll probably see this is going to this episode will post the the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday is kind of like a special service. I mean, I would say Catholics, but it was basically just generically Christians for a long time until us Protestants Mm -hmm. came along and said, we don't like rituals. Um, (laughs) We don't like rituals. (laughs) Essentially, you know, um, Christians will gather on, on the Wednesday and you know they will confess their sins and you know there a is Wednesday a Wednesday
2: that's 40 days before
0: before Easter, Easter
2: yes which is on the lunar calendar which means Fuck knows when Easter is going to be. And it's
0: never actually 40 days because I think it's not not 40 days. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's absolutely not 40 days.
0: So it's it is a it is a bit of time, somewhere between 40 and 50 days before
2: it is a very biblical unit of time, right? It's like nobody knows exactly how long this is supposed to be.
0: Yeah. And actually that's where um like you know, Fat Tuesday and Mardi Gras and carnival yeah. came from which was like the big yeah. like
2: you have to have a blowout party yeah let's
0: have a blowout party let's just sin greatly because we gotta fast
2: because then we're gonna have to <laughs> until fast until easter for, you know,
0: until easter um and 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 you know usually they you know we'll put ashes on foreheads like in the shape of a cross and you know, kind of remember to dust to dust you will return and i actually mm-hmm. i remember liking that as mm-hmm. you know kind of a, a practice so, you know there's there is yeah. very little like darkness in evangelicalism or like contemplating anything that's not happy necessarily. Yeah.
2: Grief is not they don't they don't do grief
0: in 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 services. Yeah. So like just getting a dose of that was nice. I think the symbolism that like, you know, usually the ashes come from the burnt palm leaves from the previous Easter's Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's that's cool symbolism to me. Totally. Um, that makes um, sense. And so for 40 days, you fast something, you give something, you know, or give, give something, something up. up. And it, it's interesting to me because evangelicals are so bad at rituals. Like they're very Lent bad
2: at giving things up
0: and very bad at giving things up. So it, it becomes <laughs> like it, it's it it becomes this very strange thing where it's like, yeah, people are giving up. I'm going to give up fried food, you know, get, get right. a slimmer waist over Lent. So it becomes like an exercise thing or a fitness thing or, you know, or they're just giving up random weird shit like i'm not going to wear shoes i'm going to wear sandals like jesus did <laughs> for 40 days or something you know that is uh, not real maybe it's perhaps it was real in justin's evangelical college okay. um okay. You know, oh, so like yeah and then and then you know it's actually supposed to be basically 40 days of a shitty time And then that makes Easter happier because then you get to eat meat.
2: But yeah. And like Easter is so, so Easter is like the worst holiday anyway. So you're like, Hey, now we get to, I don't know. I'm like, why are, why are we celebrating? So that's that's
0: Wednesday and Lent for baby people that don't know. And I, I actually, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's that bad of a thing. I, I kind of wonder if it wasn't developed by the Catholic church simply because like late spring is when the supply of things is low. So, so it's like we're <laughs> going to
2: skip eating some things.
0: Yeah, cuz <laughs> you know, we're going to spiritualize the fact. Everyone's starving during this time anyway. Right. So we may as well oh, slap no. Jesus on it and make it better.
2: Oh no. Oh no. I was reading about like I was looking at all these like Catholic sources which today which was really really interesting. I mean, I well, I guess I should be honest. I thought it would be more interesting. I did however find a very very hot priest who does youtube videos explaining stuff about catholicism who mm. has like really big john Hamm vibes yeah and uh couldn't tell if he was just really hot or gay <laughs> which is fine <laughs> that, i'm okay that, sometimes with sometimes that's
0: hard to tell
2: <laughs> and again it's it's not relevant because of the profession that he chose anyway yeah. he was like explaining all of the he was explaining a lot of this stuff about about lent and you know he was he was kind of talking about like the twofers like i'm going to stop eating unhealthy food because i'm fasting and also i'm going to like lose some weight or yeah. whatever yeah. it's like uh that's probably not how you're supposed to be doing it he's yeah. he was really cool though he was like very non-judgmental at all which I probably would have still watched it even if he had been. But I didn't realize that he was that, hot
0: and non-judgmental kind of right, like those two made things. it easier to watch.
2: <laughs> but I didn't realize that like Lent kind of vaguely goes back to like the Council of Nicaea. Oh, do you tell. Yeah. So basically there was they had this like synod and they were like, OK, we have to have basically these two. I don't know why, but it was like Easter and Christmas essentially. Right. It's like these two periods of time where we're going to fast and get ready for these really big celebrations because obviously like those are the two biggest celebrations in the church. And then, but yeah, like essentially like once Christianity slash Catholicism became like mainstream, like the actual religion with like Constantine or whatever, that was kind of when it took off a little bit in terms of like at it, adding the ashes from what I understand into like this particular part of lent which I thought was really interesting and yeah it was like the the idea of like the palm leaves from the previous poems like that goes back like hundreds of years from mm-hmm. what I understand and yeah I, did, I thought that was actually really really cool but yeah I'm sure like yeah Protestants are like ritual is bad so we're gonna get rid of all of the ritual from mm-hmm. all of the thing and all the sad stuff
0: yeah nothing sad to make it
2: to make it better for the jews to become christians
0: oh they didn't accept it Ah, (laughs) we're gonna take their seder now like (laughs)
2: like, what is happening
0: yeah and yeah the the seder i'm not gonna butcher all the symbolism but a lot of christians around lent time you know kind of or like holy week you know the week before easter will host Saders
2: don't do that you guys that is not appropriate
0: it's not appropriate but
2: if you get invited to one by a jewish friend you should go yeah, though
0: yeah yeah if if your jewish friends invite you to a jewish seder go nuts do, do go <laughs> if you're invited to one at your church i mean i'm not gonna say don't go but it's probably not a seder it's probably just christians eating kosher food
2: and talking about how the jews need to get saved
0: and yeah talking, because you know jesus is better I don't know it's anyway. it's
2: it's a, it's a disaster that's basically what it is let's yeah. be honest
0: but it is this like and I think Protestants I think the when Lent started taking off in the circles I was in and it, it was almost like there's like a romanticization like hmm. like the thing that comes to mind is almost like Orientalism like oh, where it's yeah. like this like kitsch like well this is fascinating look at what these uh-huh. quaint strange people do like yeah. and so let's like let's kind of, of
2: exotic yeah a little bit right yeah. like, like oh this is new and different okay
0: we're gonna exoticize our christianity by like you <laughs> know bringing in jewish elements and bringing in <laughs> you know and i'm gonna get a, a hebrew tattoo on you know like so like I, oh like, i had
2: one of those god damn it <laughs> sorry it's okay sorry.
0: it's okay it's 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 better than a greek tattoo i suppose <laughs> um and so so yeah, but like, kind of like bringing in these like you know exotic elements or something to like mm-hmm. make it flashier, interesting. Yeah, uh, like hippie Christianity or something. I don't know, like oh my appropriate, gosh. appropriative hippie Christianity, which I was a part of. Like when I say oh, totally. evangelicals do this, what I'm saying is Justin did this.
2: Yeah, totally. No, I'm I, mean, I mean, I think that that is that's sort of just how it how it shakes out in those spaces. And you know, I mean, if you think about it, like Christianity is very much a colonizer religion, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, it's, it definitely started coming. Well, the thing, the thing is like, I still, you know, I was still kind of like, I was still doing Lent. And the the thing that I generally gave up for Lent was social media, which as someone with ADHD was like the first couple of days were hard. And then I forgot it existed Yes, um,
0: which, it, it, which it was is, nice. <laughs> it is part of our superpower.
2: Uh huh. was like you can oh, get over okay. that first
0: like dopamine uh-huh. crash. Uh-huh. You know, you're like, oh yeah. It was like, oh, what is, does this exist? Really?
2: Right. I forget. I forget the TV is a thing every yeah. single week. But yeah, I mean, and, and we didn't. This was, like kind of before it was became okay to like drink in evangelical spaces again. Like we were very much in like an anti-drinking evangelical church. Like like any any kind of alcohol, so that wasn't that became something that people gave up like later, like mm-hmm. as time went on. but like when I first started like participating of my own volition, yeah, it was generally social media, which was probably it was probably good
0: yeah, oh, that's not bad overall.
2: yeah, I gave up Twitter several years in a row for Lent, one year did not come back for over a year <laughs> 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 because again, I forgot so that was that was that was kind of funny he was like oh yeah my last post was like i'm getting off for lent last year (laughs) (laughs) nice but i i mean i don't think that like even as someone who's not a believer like i don't think that this is like necessarily the worst idea like i'm not gonna do it in service of of easter because i mean i don't even even as a pagan holiday i don't think easter is interesting
0: (laughs) no like (laughs) Especially in the modern world, like springtime is like springtime is nice. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's not like, oh, God, we can eat again. Right. Like, it's <laughs> not like we don't have that.
2: Not eating that, nuts and rocks.
0: Yeah. Anymore. Like, <laughs> so it's not quite as and we're very disconnected from the seasons just generally just yeah. because of of, you know, the lives we live. And I I don't want to go back. Necessarily,
2: Justin. You may not have a choice.
0: That's true. It is possible. Like given um, the
2: week we've had.
0: That's true. If we keep having weeks like this,
2: <laughs> then we're uh, going back,
0: I'm gonna be a beet farmer. <laughs> real soon.
2: God damn uh, it! But well, you can make borscht, and borscht is delicious. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Um, what were we talking about?
0: <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, well, I think we're yeah, we are disconnected. So I think you know uh, rituals we can do to reconnect, like like Lent uh, or something, absolutely. or or absolutely. like. I think that's relatively harmless and maybe good for us. Like I, you know, people make fun of, you know, astrology or something like, Oh, Mercury and retrograde. That's not a thing, but I'm also Go like ahead. a couple times. Well, but I, there's a couple of butts here, but I'm also like a couple of times a year, people like taking a season time to be more intentional about the way they communicate. Yeah. That's not harmful right. at all. And, and also I think sometimes communications do get shit here. <laughs> <In laughs> Mercury in retrograde. Like, um, oh, those
2: stars are doing some shit. They're doing like, their
0: thing. So like, but, but even like, you know, take all the woo out of it. Like taking seasons of time during the year to think about the way you communicate. Like that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know, taking 40 days of the year, regardless of wherever it falls. Where it starts. Yeah. To, to intentionally go without something that is distracting you from your life. That's, that's not a bad thing either. I don't want to bring in the, like, I think maybe it was mistranslated when it went from Catholic to evangelical, but a lot of the when it was first presented to me was like, you're not fasting to make you better, you're fasting to suffer like Jesus did. Oh brother. So Jesus'
2: suffering was not going to KFC. Yeah. Justin.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I I that year I fasted many things. oh okay fried food okay that's the one i remember i remember there were like i'm i even had like tears i had like tears of like things i was fasting that was like okay these are the things i could tell people about because it's i was always practical like the the whole like rule like not to tell like i'm going to tell people i'm giving up fried food because they so they stop offering me chicken wings but there were other things too that i was like this i will never tell anyone i'm giving up or whatever because i don't know it's it's a i don't know if it was just lost in translation but it was almost like yeah more like a suffering thing like it's the middle of right. winter in Indiana and I'm going to go without wearing shoes because Jesus. you're not
2: already suffering.
0: Yeah. Or
2: being the middle yeah. of winter in Indiana.
0: Yeah. So. You're suffering enough, you know, like, yeah. So I knew, I knew people that were like, I'm going to give up wearing coats, you know, or something, you know, something like kind of like that, like oh. I'm intentionally trying to suffer.
2: Okay. Huh.
0: I don't know if that was just my weird circle I was in, but yeah, it was, it was almost a, okay, you can give up things Like, like to me, giving up social media would be like a mental health benefit. So you can't do
2: it because that's a twofer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a twofer. Yeah. (laughs) You're not allowed to do a twofer. You have to suffer for Jesus, you know? And I don't think many Catholics actually believe that. I think that was just kind of a weird.
2: Oh yeah. That makes sense.
0: uh, Yeah. I mean, a lot of Catholics that I know, they just give up meet on fridays or something
2: right right i mean i don't know at least when i was a kid catholics felt a lot more chill yeah
0: we didn't meet the twitter catholics until later
2: yeah that's true but i didn't like i didn't know that those people existed anyway i wonder i wonder what the twitter catholics are giving up for lent i would like to know
0: hopefully being a twitter catholic (laughs) (laughs) i honestly i would say the most aggressive interactions i've had on twitter are evangelical christians and traditional catholics i don't get in too many fights on twitter but the few times i have like that's usually who it is and Mm -hmm. like and i was actually honestly i would say traditional catholics are even the worst because like they they bring all the buddies to the yard
2: yeah
0: and then they're yelling tertullian at you and you're
2: like (laughs) i don't care
0: i I don't yeah like like, i don't believe in any of this i do not care i care like i mean i was just telling you you
2: to stop being a sexist that's it
0: like I just I think it's okay for a woman to get an abortion. Like right. I don't care what the fourth council of Tertullians <laughs> lunch hour said
2: no. about it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I yeah, I it's definitely it's definitely something that I think can still have a lot of value for people who aren't religious. Like you don't have to tie it to the actual season of Lent because winter is miserable as fuck already. Mm-hmm so why torture yourself more? Yep. I feel like that is a bad thing. However, I will say my thing in the winter is like, what can I cut back on? Right. It's like, what can I, what can I say no to? Like, what can I miss out on essentially? Because it's like kind of a survival thing, right? Like I'm not, you're just not going to catch me in January. I'm going to start running every single day because I'm, I want to run a marathon in October. Like I just, I'm like I'm getting rid of stuff in the wintertime. And this kind of like goes along with that. And you know, the, and the reason I do it is just like the days are shorter. So clearly we're supposed to be getting less done. Like the entire hemisphere is taking an actual break from and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I feel like I feel like I get to be lazy. Honestly, I feel like I get to rest because that's clearly how everything except humans <laughs> works <laughs> yeah. in the world. So yeah, I, I, I definitely, from that perspective, I absolutely see, see value there and, you know, using for me, at least like using that time to kind of plan, like, okay, what do I actually want my year to look like? And then once it starts getting warmer, then I'm like, okay, this is good. This is the time to add things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, It's funny, like people like in December or whatever, are like, I've got my New Year's resolutions, my goals, and everything. And usually I'm like December, I'm just trying to survive Christmas. And yeah, January, I'm like taking a deep breath. And yeah, it's usually about this time, about February, March, when I'm like, what do I want 2022 to look like? You know, and then we fucking invade Ukraine. <laughs> like, I'm pretty God, damn it. Yeah. Like, but yeah. So that, Maybe that's just ADHD. Maybe we're just more tied to the cycles of the earth, Tori. But like, yeah, I, I do well, feel I, like I January just feels like December. January 1st feels like such an arbitrary time to be like new yeah. me, new year. And I'm like, no, springtime is more of that time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. And I mean, like the same kind of deal being in Portland, like the days like you get eight and a half hours of daylight. Mm-hmm. And it's 40 degrees and raining. Like, I am not, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to start doing CrossFit right now. Yeah. <laughs> that is not going to happen for me. I feel very justified in like taking a break. But yeah, I'm I'm very much the same in terms and, you know, once stuff starts blooming, which I don't know, is that just like us getting older? Because I definitely notice spring now. <laughs> because I didn't yeah. really notice it before. Something to like, look
0: forward to. <laughs>
2: I'm like oh this is all so beautiful
0: <laughs> yeah I,
2: I was like as a kid I was just like eh, spring is boring get summer that's what yeah. I want
0: well I think too like as you get older like summer doesn't isn't as fun because you're not
2: it's not as it's rewarding not like,
0: it's not like work stops yeah I, I don't know what that is yeah I it when I'm we're on like like nature walks with my girls I'll tell them like you know look for Every season, like look for signs of spring, look for signs of winter. Yeah, for, yeah. Know. And I'm always the one like this mushroom is coming out of the ground. I gro-. know, right? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, and they're like, Dad, it's like we know you're into mushrooms. Like, <laughs> can I see a bird? <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah, so. absolutely. No, yeah, it's that. it's definitely, I don't know. I do think I do think that, that is there's some value, I think, to be found there, mm-hmm. not yeah. in like the legalistic sense, right? But in the sense of like, yeah, finding, finding a way to create more balance in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. Especially if you live in a climate where it gets fucking cold and dark or a part of the country where it gets really cold and dark in the Mm -hmm. wintertime. Like, yeah, that, that part, like that seems legit to me, actually.
0: I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need to have ashes smeared on the face, but. I'll definitely so
2: annoying because I always forgot and then it was all over my face because I touch my face all the time. It was just it was a disaster. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The the cross didn't survive didn't last. You know, I'd like (laughs) wipe my face and then it's like on my hands. Yep. And then it's like, okay, I have this smudged cross. I'm supposed to like wear it all day to like to make sure everyone knows I'm into Jesus, but I kind of just want to wash it off. So it's a weird, like the I guess the bookends of it are strange. I think to us now, yes. the like Ash yeah. Wednesday part and the, like the Easter part, but the actual, mm-hmm. like taking intentional time. I'll keep that around for sure.
2: Absolutely. I think that it's beneficial, especially when you, yeah. Taking intentional time when you don't have, there's nobody like breathing down your neck if you fuck up and have to start over. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which that, I, I think that that piece of it is not beneficial. Honestly, I I think that that piece, like the guilt piece doesn't serve anybody. That doesn't help anybody. So just do the opposite of that part. That's my recommendation. But yeah, Easter is a pagan holiday. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, let's let's be pagans.
2: Let's be pagans. Stephen. like, yay, that's another uh, naked holiday. I can do that.
0: (laughs) It's a naked holiday. And I I swear, like Easter, they didn't even try to rename it. They didn't even try
2: nope like, like this is literally this is literally like some the name pagan, of germanic a, goddess yeah it's
0: the an anglo-saxon <laughs> goddess like easter is the day we celebrate jesus
2: totally makes sense yeah jesus had a bunch of bunnies with him when he yeah. came out of the tomb uh,
0: yeah i'll share this and then and then we'll we'll wrap it up i i i love the book american gods and mm. i watched the first season of the show i kind of didn't watch after that but Easter is, you know, one of the goddesses in the show and she has like this giant Easter party and hmm. she invites all these other gods and there's like 60 or 70 different versions of Jesus invited to the party. That's incredible. <laughs> like, and, like, that is
2: incredible. And they're all
0: fawning over her. Like she's like, she's definitely oh. like, I am the goddess of this season. You are my <laughs> guests. Um, <laughs> like there's, and there's like mega church Jesus. There's hippie Jesus. There's like... Ooh. Like bummed like it's it's it's
2: that's incredible it's just a
0: funny scene to see all these like jesus's jesus jesus (laughs) eye um that's so bad that's so bad cool
2: Uh, so
0: you know yeah if you're into lent or ash wednesday go for it or paganism or paganism go for that we're just hawking all the things
2: totally Um, I, i mean yeah it's like again it's like it's it's a lunar holiday. Like that has yeah. nothing to do with like capitalist nonsense at all. Like yeah. it's very. It's not like oh yeah, it's the third Sunday in March. It's like nope. Could be any time.
0: Could be any <laughs> any time the moon is in a place you like it. <laughs> you can celebrate a holiday.
2: Right? Isn't it? Isn't it like? Oh God, what is it? Isn't it like something something like the first the first like first full moon, new moon, full yeah. moon after like after
0: the spring equinox spring, or something? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like and there it's were fights idea. there were like actual physical people, fights people over fight,
2: yeah.
0: calculating the date of easter which is funny because it's like if it's a lunar holiday like you're not gonna hit the day jesus died <laughs> at any point
2: <laughs> well you will on accident at some I mean, point I mean, over at hundreds some point of years. i
0: suppose yeah but it's like you're not <laughs> actually calculating an actual like you're not trying to tie it to an actual calendar date it's because right anyway whatever it's weird so yeah do it I guess I guess the message of this is like we had a lot of weird guilt and shame thrown at us for fasting so do what you want
2: <laughs> yes do what uh, you want
0: and be that the whole letter of the law or whatever
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I think there's more to Into that it. but whatever
2: that's <laughs> I'm, fine. I'm just gonna
0: say do what you Close. want
2: <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> that's beautiful right. you tried
0: yeah, I tried. Uh, where can people find you, Tori, for more of these takes about doing oh, what God. you want?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I am. I have a I have a very sinful Twitter account and an Instagram account, and just chock full of sin. No, I'm mostly just swearing. But I'm at Tori Glass on Twitter, Instagram. You can pop in and say hi, and I might, if I'm having a low anxiety day, I'll say hi back. <laughs> if i'm not i will forget that you sent the message so i'm mm-hmm. very sorry what about you yeah
0: i'm Where justin i'm justin and i'm justin d gentry at twit on twitter and justin gentry on instagram similar to Tori, i i may get to your message i may not but i do what i can we are also at go home bible on the socials and mm-hmm. again if you would like some ad-free content if you'd like to support the show monetarily help us you know Pay the bills that come with the show, mics, whatnot. You can do so uh, at patreon.com slash gohomebible. And yeah. And if not, you can definitely you know leave a five-star review. That's the only number of stars we're accepting at this time. And uh, on all the various podcasting things. Yep. And yeah.
2: Text this episode to a friend.
0: Yes, absolutely. Who
2: needs to get out of church.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lent is for people and they should be able to do what they want.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do one of one of one of our listeners did send me a message a couple months back and their father is a minister. Mm-hmm. But they still make him listen to some of the episodes.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> great.
2: Which I loved. I was like this is delightful.
0: That is wonderful. <laughs> Excellent. So and then yeah, if he starts deconstructing, he, he can also listen to rev covery uh, yeah, the other podcast i'm go. on and if he's Perfect. into anti-racism which he should be he should listen he should to the be. white homework which is your other podcast
2: yeah what are we doing with our lives
0: yeah i, I i'm at a i'm at a podcast maximum right now
2: <laughs> yeah Just i'm like this say. is this is it, this this is
0: it. it. <laughs> yeah. so love y'all but i can only yeah. do this twice a week
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> right. i know we have great listeners okay yeah, well wonderful. yeah I think we did
0: it. Yeah, we did it. Uh, Have a wonderful week, everybody. And we'll see you there.
2: All right. Bye.
0: Bye.